Oh my god. So, this has been a very stressful trip, and I am very, very, very tired. Okay, so now we're going to be talking about day two of this trip, and this is the day that I wanted to quit my job on the spot. I wanted to I wanted to call the captain and tell them we need to make an emergency landing because I am quitting. Uh, I want to quit because I just want to quit. I hate this flight. <laughs> uh, so the day two, um, it was supposed to be a really, really, really easy day. If we were just supposed to go from... Toronto to Washington, D.C., then Washington, D.C. to uh, Minneapolis. We'd start the day at about 4 or 5 a.m. Yeah, 4 or 5 a.m. flight. And then we'd get to um, Dallas around, or D.C. I Okay, so I'm going to be, I'm so sorry. So I'm going to be talking a little bit lingo and I might stop. So in this case, when I say Dallas, I'm talk, I'm referring to Washington, D.C., because that's what they call their airport as well, Dallas. So when you hear me say Dallas, I'm talking about Washington, D.C., okay? Okay. So, yeah, we were supposed to go from Toronto to Dallas, and then Dallas to Minneapolis and be done. We were, supposed to be, we were going to be done at around 10 a.m. on the dot and have 19 whole hours in Minneapolis. Uh, so the day before... I don't know if any of y'all know. I know some of my flight friends may know, but there was like a really weird national outage of like the Canada regional jet aircrafts, or we call them CRJs. And they just kind of, the GPS system just kind of shut off or, or whatever. I don't know. And all those flights that were on a CRJ aircraft were canceled, delayed, or diverted. More than likely, they were all just canceled and i i luckily i don't i'm not on an aircraft that's like that we're on a bigger plane like that <laughs> so um we're on a bigger aircraft not like we're on a bigger aircraft whatever and so yeah um that in our the basin that's in dc or dallas it uses a aircraft called crj 700 which is a really small plane and since that outage whatever caused all those flights to cancel or whatever, they didn't really have any planes to use. So once we got into Dallas, we're deplaning, and I over and I opened up the um the cockpit door, and I overhear my captain and the FO. They were both when I say FO, I'm talking about first officer, and the first officer is pilot in command, a second the second in command, I guess. So I overhear them talking. I overhear my captain go, yeah. We're about to go to um, to uh, Pittsburgh, and I, was, I turned around. I was like, "Who's going to Pittsburgh? Who's this plane is going to Pittsburgh? Are we swapping aircrafts or whatever?" So I'm not going to Pittsburgh, <laughs> and I yeah, I refreshed my schedule on my phone, and come to find out, they put a Pittsburgh turn on our schedule, and a turn is when you go to that go to point A, and then you come right back. So for instance, we were going to Pittsburgh. We were going from um, Washington, D.C. to Pittsburgh, and then Pittsburgh back to Washington, D.C., thus making it a turn. So, um, yeah, we were like, we were like, what the hell is going on here? Why did we do that? Why, why did they just all of a sudden put this on our schedule? 
Um, I didn't get a phone call, but the rest of my crew did. And technically, since I didn't get a phone call, I wasn't supposed to work the flight because I wasn't notified. Uh, I would, I could have pulled that whole, um, you didn't notify me, so I'm not working the flight kind of thing. But that would have delayed the flight. That would have delayed the day and the day even longer. So we are not going to, we're not going to do that. So I was just like, I just sucked it up and did it. And luckily the flight from Pittsburgh to, um, or Dallas from Pitts to Pittsburgh is like a short, it's like, it's, it's blocked at, or that's blocked means where they have it on our schedule is blocked at an hour. So what I've learned to just, you just take 20 minutes off of that. So it was about, about 45 minutes in the air. So it was a quick flight. Um, and then we get, we get to Pittsburgh with well, the flight. So boarding Pittsburgh it was not all that bad. It was it wasn't empty, but it wasn't full. So I really didn't care for it. It was just so it was kind of a boring flight anyway, a short boring flight. <clears throat> we get into Pittsburgh and we have a sit, which y'all say is a layover, but it's called a sit. We had a little sit, so we left the aircraft and walked around for a bit. I needed to get an energy drink because I was running on like like two hours of sleep. So I needed something. So we will go to this um, energy store or whatever. And the guy in the store, he's really cute. He's really muscular. And he's like flirting hardcore with my other flight attendant. And I, I peeped it. I was like, okay, go ahead. Okay, sorry. Go ahead and try to get her. And she's kind of flirting bad because she's really into fitness too and yada, yada, all this good stuff. So we both get our energy drinks and we leave. And I was like, girl, he was cute. And she was like, yeah, he is, but he's just short. And I screamed she said yeah when i got close to him <laughs> when i got up to him um he, i noticed how short he was girl <laughs> i that that cracked me up i was like girl i i knew you like tall men i knew i knew you had a type <laughs> and but hey i mean i like tall men too so hey now so uh, we go back on the plane and we get ready to do the Pittsburgh to back to Dallas. Another short, like 40 something, 40 minute flight, and we just chill out, whatever. So we finally get back into Dallas, and it's a quick turn, meaning that they have we have to get everybody off like quick. Like we, we try to rush you to get off because the next flight has to get out. And we finally do our. Um, uh oh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we do our um uh Dallas to Minneapolis flight. And that flight is delayed by three hours because they didn't have an aircraft to take the original flight. So they just delayed it and it was kind of trash. I feel bad for the people. And yeah, I don't like dealing with delays. It's just but luckily we're going to Minneapolis, which isn't um like a like a major hub for my airline. So it was mainly just people trying to just get home. So if we were going to like, if we we're going back to Houston, then it would probably would have been a problem. But since we we're going to Minneapolis, it's really not a huge, huge deal. So it was whatever. So we cleaned the plane a little bit and we um, start boarding. And <laughs> y'all, this is where I met the Evie I oddly. I keep saying idly for some reason. I met the Evie Oddly. Um, so I was dead tired. So and I was having a rough day. I was feeling really insecure in my uniform. I really hate my uniform. If you ever see me in it, I just, 
I looked atrocious in and I hate it. I want to burn it. So um, I'm sitting in the, I'm standing right there just, you know, greeting people. Hi, how are you doing? How, how are you doing? And I turn my back, my head for a second, like look in the cockpit or whatever. And then I turn back and there she is. I literally gasped. I, I held my mouth. I was like, oh, I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race season 11. I was shaking. I wanted to call my other flight attendant, but she was busy back there in the back. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I she's and I was like, oh my God, she she's gonna go to economy, she's gonna go to first class. She went to row one. I I <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was so scared. I was like so nervous and I don't know. I was just really nervous. Cause I've I've never had a big celebrity on my flight. So having her on my flight was like really like mind blowing to me, I guess. So, um, I got, I, I tried to speak, but I felt like she was frustrated because you know, her flight was the flight that we were supposed to go to Minneapolis was delayed three hours. We were supposed to be there long, long time ago, but I was just too scared to talk to her, but she was, I didn't really talk to her until in flight. So um, I get um, their pre-departure drink. She orders a gin and tonic, and I made sure I made the most perfect gin and tonic I've ever made with while being with this like, with this job. I wanted to I wanted to impress her so much because I didn't want to I didn't want to ruin it. I didn't want to be uh, I didn't want her to like at the airline and like be like, oh, this flight attendant was so trash or whatever. I would I would have broke I would have broke my heart. But thankfully, she was really sweet. I didn't. So I wrote her. I actually wrote her a note on her um, on her breakfast tray or a food tray, and I, my dumb self, I wrote the note and then I put it face down on her tray and I handed her a tray with her drink, and I was like, let me know if you need anything else. And I walked away, and I give out everybody else's meal. I come back and she wanted me to take her tray, so I took her tray, and. The, the note that I wrote to her was like crumbled up in like the little cereal thing. And I, in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, she read it and just was like, I don't want to talk to this person. I had so many thoughts going on in my head. I didn't, <laughs> I just felt crushed. I was like, oh my God, I can't, really, can't believe I wrote this stupid note to Evie Oddly stating that... <laughs> You're, I wrote I wrote something along on the along the lines of congratulations you're you're great on the show. P.S. is all right if I can get a picture with you. If not, it's totally fine. And yeah, uh, it was so embarrassing. I felt so I felt like trash. Honestly, I I got I got that note. I I saw the note crumbled up. I just looked at. It. I was like, oh my god. She probably hates me right now. So I just left it alone and. Yeah, a few moments passed by though, like a few, like twenty minutes passed by, and I noticed she went to the lavatory, which the the lavatory is literally you go the door is right, right there, and then right across is my galley, so I I can see people going in and out. So she went in, and I was like, and while she was in there, I closed my curtain. I was like, Christian, you can do this. Just ask her a picture. Just talk to her. You can do it. You can do it. You can do. It. I was pumping myself up, and when she came out, she. Kind of came out quick, but I was like, "Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me," and she turned around, and I, I was, I was literally 
gagging. And she's she's huge. And like I was like, I was I was like just freaking out. I was like, oh my God, oh my god, oh my god. I told her that I loved her on a show and I'm so glad that she won. And she oh, she thanked me. She touched my arm and I was like, oh my God, she touched me. <laughs> I was being such a little fan girl. And I was I was just like, oh my God. I, Oh my god! I was like, I just got the courage. I was like, hey, can I get a picture with you? It can be like after the flight or right now. It doesn't really matter. She was like, sure, why not? And I struggled to open up Snapchat because I I use Snapchat because the the front facing camera. If you know, you know. And yeah, I opened up Snapchat and we got a picture, and she was so sweet. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my! I. But wow, what a moment! I will never forget. A moment that is most pleasing to me in my career. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, uh, I got a picture with Miss Evie Oddly, and that was the highlight of day two of that trip. I will never forget that. That really made my day. And yeah, we got to Minneapolis safe and sound. And I'm glad. I'm so. I'm a little upset I didn't get to say goodbye to her. But I was so busy when deplaning. But it's okay. I still got a picture with her. She knows I exist on this big ass planet. So that's all that matters to me. And yeah. <laughs>